0: Welcome to Plan K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is the show where we take a K-drama, we watch it four episodes at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it.
1: This week we are doing episodes 9 through 12 of Uncontrollably Fond.
0: Uncontrollably Fond. Wow, do I have so many mixed feelings about this show.
1: I also have so many mixed feelings about this show. It is very good. Mm -hmm. I love so many things about it I struggle with so many things about it
0: (laughs) it's always both yeah I would like a graph of how my interest changes from each episode or like from each scene from one Mm -hmm. scene to the next it would just be like spike and then real low and then spike and then real low because sometimes I'm about to cry my heart is beating so fast or like I'm so angry I'm in it And then the next scene, I'm like, maybe I should check Instagram. (laughs) I wonder what Twitter's
1: up to. You know, I think if there's one uh, major flaw that gives you time to check Instagram, and it's that it will show a zoomed in uh, shot of their crying for unbelievable amounts of time. Just, I didn't know. How much time could be shown of one person doing the same thing until they uh, used it to build suspense i even I took a moment and I was like, "Okay, what if this scene was like fifty percent shorter? Would it still be as effective?" And I couldn't tell. I truly <laughs> couldn't because they really they use time as a measurement to to deliver impact, I think, yeah, where you're watching him struggle to even move from the end of the bed to answer the phone, and the phone is ringing for much longer than phones do. <laughs> but, I don't know, this is
0: 2016. Maybe he didn't have an answering machine. His phone just rings forever until he picks it up. That's 2016. That's fair. We remember those years.
1: <laughs> remember 2016 when, uh, phones just rang forever? It was rough,
0: but mm-hmm. I got a lot of phone calls. I always picked them up, because yeah. even if I was <laughs> Even if I was gone and I had to come home from work, from my, <laughs> my job as a high schooler, <laughs> the phone would still be ringing when I got
1: home. Were you still in high school in 2016? Yeah, I was. That, I was a junior in high school. That blows my mind, actually, because I had been graduated for fi- five years in 2016. What? Wait, is that right? That can't be right. I don't think you were no, in high school two in 2016. you're two years older than me, <laughs> How long were you in high school? When did you graduate? 2011.
0: (gasps) I'm doing the math wrong. It's me. I'm the dummy. How old am I? I'm six. So I think that's where my math is wrong.
1: Like addition and subtraction is still a little bit tenuous. It's so... Okay,
0: I knew I graduated in 2017. I was 100% sure of that fact. I graduated college in 2017. This is the... This is the problematic phase. Okay, we see where we went wrong. (laughs) Big yikes. It's been a minute since I've been in school.
1: I know that you're in control of editing, and I would 100% understand if you took this out, but it's my favorite thing. (laughs) So if you could just send me a copy. (laughs) If you could just send me a copy of, like, this part specifically. Just kidding, I'm recording it too. I've got a copy.
0: (laughs) How does time work? How do I think time works? Did I think I was in high school two years ago? Is that honestly what I thought in my
1: brain? (laughs) Just for you, college was baby stuff (laughs) I'm the dumbest
0: boy Okay, 2016 I know where I was the day that 2016 happened
1: (laughs) (laughs) It was all in one day We got it out of the way Because the phones were ringing for so long, we were like, we can't live through this. Okay, see, and I'm
0: (laughs) fine with the really dark scenes. I guess this is like, this says something really dark about me, but I'm fine with watching Kim Woo-bin as Jun Young be sick and crying and struggling to do things. For unreasonably long amounts of time, I could watch those scenes. They hurt in such a powerful way, I could watch them forever. I don't know why. What's wrong with me? But the other thing they do to drag out time in this show is slow-mo. They are so heavy-handed on with the, the slow motion.
1: <laughs> Get off it, guys. Yeah, no, they they are way heavy-handed on that. And then maybe if it was just when uh, Jun Young. Wow, that was hard for me. So there we go. When Junyoung is having really terrible struggles with with his illness, if it was just those parts, or but I swear there are so many times that like when her little brother, little Jick, was standing outside of Junyoung's house and cre- screaming and crying, and I just was sitting there like feeling so bad because I want Junyoung to be. Loved and accepted by that family more than i should by any rights and i want him to be like a good young and it just obviously was never gonna work out based on you know the position everyone was in but that was rough and then watching his mom have like mental breakdowns where she very slowly walks through a house and and Like, collapses on the stairs. And I just... You go through everyone's crisis with them. Like, the whole thing. Like, the whole emotional crisis, which... The acting is outstanding. But I have horrible ADD. Just, like, really bad. So, at that point, my Instagram finger is twitching. You know? Like, I'm already... Like, when you mix ADD with heavy emotion, what you get is full-blown escapism anxiety where you, like, I don't want to be in those moments anymore. I, I have to get out of them. And usually I get out of them by, like, closing my computer and <laughs> looking at Facebook on my phone.
0: I think for me, it's when everyone is so intensely emotional all the time. It sort of starts to undermine when you're actually, when you're actually supposed to be in a very, very emotional scene. I can't feel... All the feelings. All the time. I just don't have the energy for it. Can we please have some, like, fun, lighthearted scenes?
1: Yeah, it's like that thing where it's like, there is no joy without tragedy, but, you know, it goes both ways. You can't really feel how tragic it is when it's all tragic. Everything's tragic all the time. Also, it's really hard when... They've gotten you to a point where you're not rooting for anyone to be together at any point because you kind of have gotten to a place where you're ready for them all to just go live their own lives. Like, no, please let No'ul get on the plane. Yeah, just like let No'ul <laughs> get on the plane because she, you have been gaslighting her for so long. Both of you, both of you, both of you boys, you boys are terrible people. You have been gaslighting No'ul. For, respectively, like, years. <laughs> and then, on top of that, like, one of you is dying, and the other one, I truly am still not sure is a good person. I can't tell.
0: I think everybody's bad for her, and I don't want anybody to be with her. I mean, she's not great either, but also, they keep playing the, like, she's got so many excuses, she's got a really tough life card. I don't- I think we've lost everybody as a good person at this point. We're just good people. Like, I get it. That's like a reflection of reality to say we have characters who aren't good people. It's not generally the type of TV that I like to watch. I like good guys and bad guys. I'm a simpleton. I like to be able (laughs) to take teams. I don't typically enjoy it as much when everybody is so unlikable Gosh darn it, if everybody in this show isn't unlikable in some way or another. And they'd, I think, be fine if they would all stop hanging out. If you guys could all just, like, not be in each other's lives. You probably wouldn't be that bad. Obviously, we've got some villains. They would be problematic no matter what. But the rest of you, if you could go your separate ways, mostly the love triangle members. Yep, it would be healthier for all of you.
1: Yeah, you would solve a lot of your own problems. It's that thing that K dramas tend to do, and they really do. I mean, they get you to buy into it. Some K dramas are better th- at investing you in it than others. This one's pretty good up to a point, but it's that thing where you root so hard for one couple that you even buy into this whole idea that d- they have to be together, or like you buy into the drama of them refusing to move on, I guess, which is pretty unrealistic and unhealthy if you step outside of the drama. Like, I know we don't do that very often because we're here because we love dramas. We do love dramas so much, and K-dramas are the best dramas. I'm always here for a good K-drama, but it reaches a point where, like, if you step outside of it and you take a look at how unhealthy the relationship is for everyone involved and how true the whole thing is where like not everyone is for you and to latch on to someone in such an unhealthy way isn't going to make anyone's life better in the situation and you have to be willing to move on because it i mean anything could happen to you or that person for example maybe you have a, a really malicious Not malicious, malignant, cool, Raquel. Maybe you have a really malignant brain tumor that's going to kill you. And then if we all are buying into this mentality that you're meant to be together and that there's only one person for you and that you do anything and you can't really survive being without that person or whatever the case may be, like destiny or fate or just believing in that one love, or or whatever it is, then you set up a really unhealthy world for the future as well. For example, No'ul, who will have to, I don't know, continue living in this world that you won't exist in anymore. And so, aside from the fact that it's just a little bit like, uh, setting up an abusive relationship, even if it's not abusive, like, purposefully, or abusive at all, it's like... I don't know. It's like putting all of your eggs in one basket, all of your happiness eggs in one basket.
0: Yeah, in a basket that somebody else is carrying. Mm -hmm. It's very selfish and unfair. But honestly, I was into that storyline. That is what I thought the drama was going to be about. So I was going to get into it. I was going to ignore any real life problems that it may represent and be like, you know what? This guy's got three months to live. He's going to make this girl fall in love with him and they're gonna fall in love, and she's gonna be super sad, and so am I, and we're gonna have a fine time. And I'm more frustrated that the drama has become so convoluted with all of these other storylines that I can't even get behind this already convoluted premise to the entire show. Like, Do they have to break up? They just barely got together. I'm not even convinced they're together yet. And then they break up. Like, he ghosts her and she breaks up with him over text. Why do I need that storyline right now when they're barely in a relationship that I can believe in?
1: And it's a very short-term relationship, no matter what way you look at it. But when you make it a short-term relationship that involves off-again, on-again stuff as well, it's just kind of... Hard. You could tell there was some affection between them, but I just don't... I think more than anything, it would just be emotionally harder for No Wool to invest herself in him again, and I, I kind of don't want her to. Even yeah. though, like, I think he's doing kind of the right thing to some extent. I would have preferred he did the right thing before he convinced her to date him. I know that things change, but... Woulda, shoulda, coulda probably yeah. should
0: have avoided her if you thought you were really in love with her and that this was what would be best for her. Maybe just never start. I don't Perhaps. know. But we're here now. I'm just <laughs> so mad. Like, the freaking cliffhanger at the end of the last episode of episode 12 <gasps> is oh. so ridiculous that I'm like, I don't even want to watch it anymore. What are you guys doing? Why is she dating GTA now? I'm in this show for. 20 episodes I'm checking my watch as each one goes (laughs) by and suddenly we're more than halfway through and you're like no she's dating another guy now and I'm like okay then I'll support her go date another guy more than halfway through
1: and they never even really fell in love from what I mean he fell in love with her yeah can we can we say that she's in love with him
0: no so she's dating another
1: guy and now it's their drama that's
0: what I say
1: and I'm kind of afraid of the amount of power this guy holds in the entire show. That's why I'm not sure how- I'm just very uncomfortable with him, because if she decides to date Jun Young, does he snap and destroy their lives? Is that what this looks like? Kind of.
0: Um, at least his parents might.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're trying. Like They're
0: trying, and their son isn't even in love with her. I guess he kind of is, but she didn't break his heart. Imagine when she breaks their son's heart. Mm -hmm. What will they do? I don't know. Yeah, I guess, make no mistake, I'm not here for her being with him. I'm just here for her not being with Young right now. He's being very hot and cold, and I'm over it.
1: Yeah, and I can even see his motivations, and I'm over it. That's when you know that you're just so over it, when you have that special audience V- view where you can see why they're doing a certain thing and you don't even mind why they're doing the thing. You're just kind of over them doing it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How many times can you try and make yourself not be in love with her and give her the silent treatment before she stops coming back? I don't want to stick around to find out I'm done playing this game. Yeah. Go on, no, I'll we'll be with someone else, preferably not Jite, but I guess if you're going to if you're going to choose for yourself, I appreciate that you're making a choice. I don't know. I'm tired of all these men also talking about who she should be with.
1: Right. Like, not your decision, dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the patriarchy. (laughs) Stop talking about her.
0: What if she's just happy with herself and you guys stop trying to decide who deserves
1: to be with her? It's not about deserves. First of all, she... As an adult who can make her own decision, though, if she's making a decision, I'd prefer it was an informed one. So if y'all could go ahead and tell her the truth even once. At any point, please. It'd be nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess I also struggle with the roller coaster of, okay, so this episode's, uh, Jitae is pursuing her, but this episode he's not pursuing her, but Jun Young is pursuing her in this episode, but only for about half of the episode and then neither of them are pursuing her for like another half of an episode and then maybe a third of the way into the next episode uh they're both pursuing her but like in a really weird, aggressive way that is uncomfortable, and tricks her into thinking one of them is hurt, and the other one is now. Oh shit! I mean, both of them are having daddy problems, but this this episode is about this one having daddy problems. It's like, what? <laughs> if you I... figure
0: your own selves out, yeah. B- maybe before trying to start a relationship,
1: just figure your own stuff out before you impose. That stuff on No'ul, cause she's got a lot of her own stuff. Ooh. I for
0: sure thought that when Jite saw her crying outside of his parents' house and she did that really good monologue. I was very into her monologue where she's yelling at the, at the speaker box. Yeah, no, that was awesome. Very good. And then she passes out because, of course, she is a weak woman. She can barely walk. I don't know how she stood for so long. <laughs> And he drives her somewhere. I for sure thought he was going to drop her off at home and leave her in the car. And, like, he would walk away and, you know, Uber home and then come pick up his car in the middle of the night and be like, you clearly don't want to see me right now. You've got stuff to figure out. But this is my way of, like, keeping you safe and kind of guardian angel, like, protecting you. You shouldn't just be passed out on the street, but also... I know you don't want to wake up and have me be there. I don't... Have I ever seen a drama? Why did I think that he would do something (laughs) reasonable? He was like, no, I'm going to take you to the middle of nowhere, and I will be right outside waiting for you. You will have to talk to me. Um, did you hear her yell at the speaker box? I don't think she wants to talk to you, bud. Pretty sure she doesn't trust any
1: amount of you.
0: And then she's like, What if we date to make your parents mad? And he's like, This is my dream.
1: <laughs> how romantic.
0: I hate this storyline. Get <laughs> Jite out of here. And take your stupid sister with you. I'm so done with how to. She doesn't yeah. deserve any amount of screen time.
1: Yeah. She yeah. She's got she's gotta get her shit together for sure too. How about okay, everybody, figure it out. Figure it out.
0: <laughs> come back when you've figured it out okay
1: one thing I appreciated to an extent it's baby steps for the fact that Joon Young will only be alive for three months but his mom is making baby steps toward becoming a mom again Uh, she did show up at the thing though she made sure to make him feel like she- there was no way she was going to show up at the award thing that was pretty messed up hey young ok wow figure it out <laughs> Man, I do I feel for him sometimes because he obviously loves his mom a lot, but neither of his parents will be his parent. One of his parents doesn't even know that it that he is a parent to him, yeah, and then the other one is emotionally immature enough to not take the time to understand her son's motivations for anything and pretty much just blames him for everything. Gosh, it was kind of gross to hear her talk about what a good man. Uh. What's his face is? What's his yeah. name? I made you Jae close Hyun the tab. Yeah,
0: Taehyung <laughs> <laughs> is his name, and yeah, that was horrifying. Not only to see her put him on this pedestal and be like he's better than any of us like horrifying disgusting but also not (laughs) totally unexpected what is even worse is to finish with like and you will never be anything compared to him it's such a dark moment of like will she always love this other person who whom she barely knows over her own son How's that even possible? How does that even work? I thought a mother's love was infinite. And she's like, mm. I am living proof that it is not.
1: <laughs> and I will continue to try to prove that. Is
0: that what you want to be? That's who you want to die as? You, Yeah.
1: What? So she makes the slow circle around to becoming a mom. Pretty close to the end of the episode. Yeah. It'll happen. It'll happen for her. It was nice that she believed him eventually when he said that he saw it with his own eyes and that he almost killed the woman he loves to make sure that his, who he considered his father, stayed safe. It is, okay, I was so angry about the other mom, though. The <laughs> She's
0: a real villain. Yeah. Her name is Lee Eun-soo, and I had to write it down, because she's our real villain, she has joined the cast. <laughs>
1: Oh, I hate her. It is extremely frustrating that there are just people that, first of all, it's a frustrating time to watch rich, guilty people get away with crimes. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) I know it's been happening forever, but it's a frustrating time to watch it happen and then watch poor, innocent people take the hit. For the rich, guilty people. It's even more frustrating to just watch this woman continuously try to ruin Unsoul in Un- No Un. Wow. I don't even know where I came up with that name. That, if you could edit that one out, I'd appreciate it. Okay. <laughs> no Ul.
0: Yeah. I think that was a storyline that I was particularly frustrated that they added in. It seemed a little bit unnecessary, so let's rewind a bit here. Apparently, No-ul at some point also went after Hyun Jun's company and tried to expose them for like fraudulent activity. And this homegirl, Lee Eun-soo, sued her on the company's behalf, but also it seemed like she was definitely very heavily involved. And that's why the loan sharks are after her. I think we all just assumed the loan sharks were still after her from her father's debt. So it seemed like an unnecessary storyline to just like throw in of like, no, Lee and Sue and no do have history. And here's what it is. And it's very messed up. And I was like, no, we already hated and Sue and we already really liked no You don't need to add like another layer to that. We don't need to keep <laughs> piling it on. But yeah, that was just a weird part that I didn't get why they had to add it. Just, this show has so many layers, I can't follow them all, and I think that's why I'm getting frustrated. But it seems pretty cut and dry that if you hit Nojik with your car, you're dead to all of us. Yep. We're coming after
1: you. There's one last good boy in this show, and it's (laughs) Nojik, and you hit him with your car.
0: I... (laughs) I want him to sleep with your daughter. That's all I want. Oh, how good would that be? (laughs) See, that's pure revenge. No, (laughs) you need to think a little bit outside the box. Everyone can see through you and (laughs) Ditae's relationship. You clearly aren't that. And I don't know. That's a weird one because she definitely was in love with him, and he definitely was in love with her. Their relationship is a lot more complicated than that now. But
1: what if both of them dated the children of these maniacs, and then together, they completely ruined their lives. (laughs) What a concept.
0: What a concept. What a con. (laughs) But also, are you maybe just a little bit ruining your own lives in the process? At least Jake is. He's got a chance. He's got a future. (laughs) He's got a future.
1: At this point, I would love for Noel to have a future, but... People are really working hard to take it away from her, so hard to say. Hard to say.
0: With no Jake, pretty confident he's going to be alright. But maybe don't date Hado. Also, I mean, Hado is just awful in like a million ways, but she's also pretty darn lazy, bud. Like, you yeah. are the hardest working child I've ever seen. Please don't date this princess. Mm-hmm. It's cute to be a fangirl if you're also a boss babe. Hello, her private life. We see you. Hell yeah. It's not okay to be a fangirl and be like, and I just live off of daddy's money and I can't study and I'm just too dumb to do anything with my life besides be a fangirl. Nope, I don't believe in that and I don't support that.
1: Nope, you gotta try. You gotta try finding an interest, a hobby, uh, an education. I mean, that's hypocritical, Raquel. Um A skill. You know, a skill. Develop a skill. Develop a skill and be a person. How to whittle. <laughs> <laughs> if you could just learn
0: how to whittle, we would maybe like you 5% more how to, okay?
1: <laughs> you can't even fucking take
0: care of a cat. What is that storyline? Why did she just straight up lose the. I hate that storyline. Was there a problem with her just having a cat? I mean, obviously she was not a good caretaker she was definitely taking him around everywhere unnecessarily
1: like you do not need to take your kitten to a celebrity award show that's a level of princess i didn't know we were going for i get that it was a plot device to okay but do you remember when note will hit a cat
0: i wasn't mad at that (laughs) she just kind of booped him on the head i think yeah which is not great but also it's a kitten. Yeah, pick, it was a just very pick him up and move cat. him. Just pick him up and move him. Like <laughs> I'm a little bit scared of stray cats. Not gonna lie. I don't trust them. They're a little feisty, so if there's a big old cat starts eating your food making a mess, you might not pick him up and put him somewhere else. That might be a bad decision. Tiniest kitten in the world, perhaps <laughs> there's another way to deal with the problem
1: than perhaps like be the in the head. Be the literal biggest person here.
0: And move him with your hand. <laughs> Just, uh, okay, that scene we can talk about because it was absolutely my second favorite scene in the show. I was going to say my favorite because that was one of the few moments where I was like so into what was happening and I feel like all these many storylines that I have unfairly called convoluted came together so beautifully and it was just each character who entered the scene and the actors reacting to that was so well done that you could tell exactly how they felt in that moment and what each person was going through and how each of the lines that they said to each other was coming across, like how it was being said and how it was, how it sounded coming from their own mouths. And you could see how totally different it was being interpreted. From the person listening, so well done. Chef's kiss. <laughs> Magnificent. A perfect scene. My heart was pounding by the time Shin Jun Young came in. Oh my god, I could have watched that scene forever.
1: It was unbelievably stressful for me. I am proud of you for being a strong enough person. I was so mad that no one could use their words correctly. I was just so mad. We have all of these words in the language... There's so many words. <laughs> if we could just, like, as if we were grown-ups, take some time to either express ourselves or walk away from the situation. But please don't stand and stare at each other and have weird, like, impossibly impossible-to-interpret-connotation-heavy sentences with these just... Uh, the pauses are painful for me. The pauses of K-dramas are painful for me because I, so I, immediately, I immediately transport myself into the situation where people are just standing staring at each other. And I hate it. Like, it's so unrealistic to me that it's jarring to watch. Like, it, it like, force punches me out of the K-drama. And then I'm like, okay, well, we're just sitting there, zoomed in on our face. Like, no one's saying anything. It's been ten whole... Seconds. It's been an entire. Take 10 times it by 60 million years.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See, and I'm. I feel like I'm usually totally with you. 100% get where you're coming from. This is one of the few scenes, maybe I'm just so slow that that's how slowly my brain was coming to. was like joining the scene of being like, okay. What is she experiencing? She is recognizing this person who is so evil. She's putting two and two together that this is his daughter. And, like, that's why her kitten is evil. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that's why the daughter just, like, threw money at her. Or, I guess, threw money on the ground near her. And was like, pick it up. Sorry, not sorry. Yes, of course that is his child. Also, he's coming in and doing the same thing. But... Added layer, apparently he doesn't recognize her anymore. The last thing she said to him was, don't forget this face. You will always remember no all. And he definitely forgot her face. Bummer. So how upsetting to be like, your last stand. And then she, you know, as we find out in the next episode, she has to like pick up the money. And she eventually apologizes to her dad in this very odd dream sequence where she's like i i didn't i wasn't here for the dream sequence but i loved everything she said and that she explained like i'm sorry i kind of have to give you up to keep surviving like i have to give up your honor in order to live anymore that's how far i've fallen he's like oh Noel, my heart Get on the plane
1: that was my favorite scene because of that because it was so i did tear up because yeah a dream sequence is maybe a little bit cheesy but i think okay
0: for me it was the hug i was like you can't hug a ghost that's like the one thing that like kids want when their parents die is like one last hug and so to be like and they hug for me was like no rip my heart out make me want it and not get it
1: I do like that idea, though. I do like that pain that you've invented that I didn't realize I needed.
0: <laughs> right? It sounds so painful.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the scene was already very achingly painful with what she said. Because do- I was devastated for her where she's just tried so hard, it's that thing, to kind of something we talked about in the first episode, or in our first episode of the first four episodes, that... There's a point where Jun Young thinks she's going to commit suicide and she doesn't, and she's not necessarily going to, though she kind of says something shitty. But I remember having the thought at that point that she wouldn't be able to because it would leave her little brother alone with a million loan sharks and he wouldn't be able to get an education or survive it. So she's put in this impossible situation that's actually inescapable because even if she were to if she were to commit suicide like it would still in the long run it would hurt her if that makes sense like it would hurt her purpose and i think that also it's worth noting that like suicide isn't the answer (laughs) like let's take a little break for just a second since we're acknowledging that that was like a thing that she had considered and that she just like wants to leave with her dad it's not I mean, there is always another answer, and wow, I made it really heavy all of a sudden but if you if you are having any thoughts about about any of that, like it is the answer, please reach out for help, and that is as far as I want to go with it, but um yeah, please reach out for help to to a professional. There's all kinds of lines that you can call or um, reach out to a loved one if if you need immediate help and 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 let them help you find it anyway it's an impossible situation that i can't even imagine being in and then yeah that monologue just drives it home that like she understands that like there was nothing she wanted more than to like go with him and be with her dad because the her life had been just that that hard like impossibly difficult and even then it wasn't a choice that she could ever make and not even because she like wants to, but because she has so many, she's just carrying like a world of responsibilities that she she can't walk away from, no matter what, no matter where she turns, and it's heartbreaking. Oh, that scene killed me. It's so hard.
0: No, oh, I just want you to run away. I know that that's very irresponsible of me to think, but I was definitely team overly optimistic, like, get on a plane, show up in America. Figure something out. I feel like you and your brother can do it. And I do think probably the loan sharks aren't going to follow you all the way to America. Probably your problem with Chae Hyun Joon and his dumb wife are not going to follow you all the way to America. Like, at this point, your life is so wrecked that just like starting over doesn't seem like that bad an idea. And I kind of want it for you. Um, So if Jun Young can fix all that, I'll ship it. I know that maybe he's going to leave her all of his money and that will help a lot. But also, and I guess he's on this vigilante thing of like trying to get uh, a homegirl prosecuted for her father's death, which is great. Very nice parting gift. But also, please don't make her fall in love with you three months before you're going to die. That's rough.
1: That's pretty selfish, my dude. (laughs) I'm so into it and then I'm so mad at it. Yeah, just constantly warring emotions. I do think we dragged it pretty hard in this episode. Um These four episodes were a bit of a mess, though. That's yeah. not on us. No. That's on the drama. Uh, ch- change my mind. <laughs> if, <laughs> no if, apologies. Yeah, if you loved these four episodes and you thought there was nothing wrong or frustrating about them, go ahead and email us.
0: But maybe that was the point of it all. So if you, like, keep going through it, guys, you can do it. It'll get better. Tweet at us. We're at (laughs) PlayOnK.
1: If you do want to send the long, angry email at us, it's PlayOnKpodcast at gmail.com.
0: If you have a short comment you want to leave directly on the episode, you can do that on our website, PlayOnK.com, where you can find all of our past episodes, a link to our Patreon if you want to join us there, and you can sign up for our newsletter so you never miss when we start a new show. And you get to know what I watched each month each month.
1: <laughs> we are on plenty of places where you listen to podcasts. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry, and Spotify. There are so many. there's a couple of places that you can leave reviews and ratings. And we did have someone leave a review and a rating for us recently, and we want to shout them out because we're so excited. Oh my god! Thank you so much. Thank you so much to Word Zone.
0: They gave us five stars. How do we even deserve that? That's I, so nice.
1: I'm five not stars sure is we the do. best. Yes,
0: they said the title is so pure and funny and sincere. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, three adjectives that we absolutely don't deserve. Thank you. We will never live up to this with you. <laughs> um. I listened because Crash Landing on You was my first Korean drama, and I really liked it and wanted to hear others talk about it. Great interplay between the two, and just a nice, light-hearted break from my usual podcast fare. Keep it
1: up. Holy cow! You keep ugh. it up! You keep it up! That's... Ugh. Like, I... So I read that, I think, <laughs> I first saw it a couple days ago, and I've been glowing ever since. And it was so sweet! Ugh!
0: That's so nice. Thank you so much. Wow, we're on the charts. We are number one in our listeners' hearts. (laughs) I didn't mean for it to rhyme, but I didn't know what to say, and I didn't want people to think we were actually on any charts. Thank you so much for your review. That is so kind. Way more than we deserve. But we'll We'll keep doing this forever.
1: Yeah. Don't you worry, we're here forever. All of the people listening... We can shout into our microphones for all time. Um, we are also on Instagram now. Yeah. We are at Play on K podcast. Yeah. We've
0: got a couple more things. First, we got a couple listener emails. Thank you so, so much for emailing us. First was Ben from Hawaii. Ben yeah. and his wife just started listening. Oh my
1: gosh. Hello. Aloha and thank you so much. Thank you so much. And then we also got an email from Mark and it was so good to read that email. He also just started listening with his or I don't know if his wife listens but they just started watching K-dramas together. Cute. Yes. Oh, I love that so much. And I ship and it. Yes. I ship that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for emailing us. It meant the world to us. Both of those emails, it took us, like, two hours to craft responses. Like, mm-hmm. we got on Skype and we were both typing both of the emails at the same time. It was a real mess. It's hard to describe <laughs> because we did such a weird process of trying to write <laughs> emails together. But anyways, they came with all of our love because it means so much to us that you emailed us. Thank you, thank you.
1: Yes, Uh, Thank you, James Hevel, for our theme song that's probably singing us out right about now. We really love it, and we love you. We love
0: it, and we love you, and we love you all for listening. One more thing, we have affiliates now, so if you head over to our website and head to our affiliates page, you can check out Blueberry, which will help you host your own podcast, and NordVPN, which protects you while you're on the internet, as well as can connect you To different servers around the world in case you're trying to find different places to watch K-dramas, as I do. (laughs) Thank you, as always, for listening. We will see you next week with the next four episodes of Uncontrollably Fond. K-bye! K-bye!